You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Patrick Peterson back at his own 10-yard line. Good high kick. Peterson looks around. Backpedals, takes it at the two. Trying to get outside. Turns it upfield. Patrick Peterson gets by the punter. Peterson may go all the way. He will. Patrick Peterson wins it. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker on the BetQL Audio Network. Nonstop action in the NFL as we're all getting set for March Madness to begin this evening. Joe Ostrowski, Ross Tucker, live on the Radio.com app, Radio.com Sports YouTube page, also airing live on 1430 in Denver. This is BetQL Daily on Twitter, at BetQL Daily. Ross, let's uh, bring in Eric Eager from Pro Football Focus. Check out the PFF Forecast podcast on Twitter by his uh, name, at Eric Eager. Uh, act, Eric. Er- er- uh, Eric, with all the moves that have been going on so far, let's, uh, let's talk about some winners and losers. Saw a graphic going around. Now, this is a little outdated. It's probably a day ago, but your colleague Kevin Cole has an improvement index out there. And on one end of the spectrum, he was saying that New England and Washington have improved the most and headed south, Detroit and New Orleans. Do you agree with that so far? Yeah, I, it, you know, it's very uh, dependent on the QB position. So if you lose a, a, a great QB and replace him uh, with, you know, a, a different quarterback, that'll generally speaking move the needle negatively. Um, where it, And if you collect a lot of players at positions like tight end who are a little bit more valuable than I think that the public believes, like you're going to improve, you know, a little bit more as well. And that's where you saw New England – um, and then, you know, Washington really improved at corner with William Jackson and, and Curtis Samuel at, at wide receiver. Those are two positions that are high value uh, and two players who have been good there. So, so much good stuff here, Eric. I, I guess I'll start with Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know, I was mentioning earlier on the show, and this kind of took me surpri- by surprise, but Steve Fezzik, who joins me on the Even Money podcast, he is a big numbers guy, big math guy like yourself. He said he thinks Ryan Fitzpatrick's the 14th best quarterback in the NFL. Where do you guys have him? Uh, we, I think we have him at like 15th to 17th or something like that. It, it, he was our number one free agent quarterback after Dak got signed. So um, I, I, I'm with you there. He Last season, he was worth, in just under 500 snaps, he was worth about nine-tenths of a win. The year before in Miami, when he started, I believe, 13 games, he was worth almost two wins above replacement. 
he is not only like a decent quarterback, but he's gotten better. He, he's actually increased, um, you know, his, you know, his efficiency metrics over the course of the past few years. Uh, th- that was a good signing, um, you know, for uh, the Washington football team. So you like the Fitzpatrick move. What about the other quarterback moves? Jameis staying in New Orleans, Cam staying in New England, and Andy Dalton to Chicago. Uh, you know, actually, Joe, I, you know, I know you're you're upset probably that they didn't acquire Russell Wilson, but I do think, like, there's a there's actually something happening in the NFL, which I think is a great development. Last season, um, when you look – in the last two seasons, when you look at some quarterbacks who who have signed sort of bridge deals, let's say, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Nick Foles with, with the Jaguars, Teddy Bridgewater with the Panthers, um, even, you know, like – Tom Brady's not in this camp, but like Tom Brady was over that certain amount. Those, those, those dollar figures were 20 million plus per year. And then there was this big chasm between that contract and like Taysom Hill's contract and, and all the rookies. So like Joe Burrow is like about 9 million a year. Dalton yeah, at 10. I, yeah. And, and Fitzpatrick at around 10, 12, Jameis at 10, 12. Those are reasonable deals. I would rather have those quarterbacks at what they're making then Jared Goff at 34 million, Kirk Cousins at 33 million, uh, Carson Wentz at 32 million. Like that, having a middle class of quarterbacks, I think is better for the league. Yeah, I, I, I'm not upset at all because I never thought a move like that was going to happen with Russell Wilson. Um, it just feels like I, I understand from a value standpoint, you like the move and you're not tied up to anything long term. That's great, but it's like okay, this is what you get when you don't have a plan for the quarterback position. You're going to be Look, you're going to be stuck with one of these band-aids and they were forced to do something because they couldn't wait out to see if uh, if uh, there's still an issue in Seattle or if they were in the race for for Watson. No, that's not I mean, the fact that the Bears could have had Dalton last season on the open market and decided to trade assets for Foles and the aforementioned contract like tells you everything you need to know as far as the lack of a plan. I think the development now is that you know, if you want to be one of those teams that builds outside the quarterback position and wants an average, you know, to slightly below average player there, you're not going to have to pay what the Panthers did to Teddy Bridgewater, which I think is a good development for the league because, you know, the, the worst thing a team can be, a worst situation, in my opinion, a team can be in is a situation where your quarterback's making $25 million or more and he's not very good. It's a really good point, Eric. Uh, I, I do want to talk New England, and I'll, I'll start before I have a specific Cam question. But first, I'll just give you sort of a blank canvas. Your thoughts on all the moves they've made? Like them, love them, hate them, mix of both. What do you got? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Like, if it's third down and seven, you know, against the Dolphins, and they're coming out with two tight ends. And then Kendrick Bourne and, uh, you know, Nelson Aguilar is the two wide receivers. I think they're in trouble. So, you know, this whole idea of like 12 personnel is the future, 20, like that, that works if you're a good team and you're ahead and you can play ahead of the sticks. But ultimately, you still need more depth at the wide receiver position. You still need more quality there. Um, you know, but I, I do like, you know, looking at Cam from like when he was the best. He was the best in 2015 when the Panthers had a tight end in Greg Olson, who was really good, a second tight end in Ed Dixon, who was at least athletic, and then they had the deep threat in Ted Ginn. So the fact that the Patriots went out and tried to replicate that a little bit 
does does you know help in my opinion the question becomes what are they going to do at the quarterback position in the long term so i don't hate any of their moves individually i guess Jalen mills is an overpay in my opinion but the question becomes like what's the end goal for new england here because they're clearly the third or fourth best team in a division where two teams i think are really ascending this is okay. QLD. yeah I'm sorry ahead. joe I, I just wanted to follow up with that so you think that even with all these moves, Joe, I mean, Joe, Eric, they're still behind the Dolphins right now in your mind? Yeah, I just think the Dolphins just have so much more to work with. They have a young quarterback. They have the third pick in the draft, which they could use to get another young quarterback or to you know get a ransom from a team like New England, probably. I mean, if I'm New England, I'm calling the Dolphins for that pick. And, you know, and they also, I mean, you look at like, Byron Jones, they just got uh, they just got uh, Justin Coleman to play in the slot. Noah Igbenogany was a first-round pick last year. Xavier Howard led the league in interceptions. Um, you know, they got Bernardick McKinney, who's a solid linebacker. Uh, you know, on the defensive front, they have Emmanuel Ogba, who had a great year last year. On the O-line, they're, they're okay. Um, and at wide receiver, you know, they just got, uh, you know, I, I think that they'll be able to pick somebody up in the draft who will compliment Devontae Parker. This is BQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker. Our guest, Eric Eager from Pro Football Focus. Uh, let's look at the offensive line, Eric. Uh, the, the largest free agent deal we've seen so far is Trent Williams. We start to get some details on that with San Francisco. Uh, KC spent some money. How about the Chargers getting Herbert a center? What do you think about the movement on O-line? Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You know, I think you're always it's always an overpay when you pay the top guy the top amount of money. I can see why all the teams did it, though. I mean, uh, Trent Williams, you know, he sat out 2019 and then 2020. He was our highest graded and most valuable lineman. So, you know, that that's. And and the Niners' offense is an offense where they leverage the play of offensive linemen more than almost anybody. So I understand that. There's a little bit, obviously, of a risk when you're tying that much money up to one particular player on a on an offensive line, which, you know, as Ross knows, like, offensive line goes as the weakest guy goes. So paying a ton of money to the best player, like, is less meaningful if your other players 
fall off a cliff. And that was always my concern with the Joe Tooney signing with Kansas City is, yeah, that makes their left guard probably the best situation in football, but you still don't have any tackles who have started an NFL game. Um, you don't, you know, you don't know who your center is yet. And, and so could you have spread that money out a little bit? Now, they did a good job with their cap. They might sign somebody like Riley Reef or Alejandro Villanueva or something like that. But that's where I get concerned about top dollars for alignment. I mean, I like it because it rewards an important position. But it, it, from a team building perspective, I'm obviously much better off looking for five average players than looking for three below average players and two elite players, if that makes sense. Eric, uh, that's exactly what I wanted to get into with you. I've been talking about this a lot the last couple weeks. We all want to have the best players possible. But like Brandon Sheriff, $18 million to play right guard, or even Trent Williams, although to your point, Kyle Shanahan kind of uses him as a weapon, his unique skills. But it still feels to me like – what really matters is they don't have anybody that stinks on the O-line. Like, I, rather than giving Brandon Sheriff $18 million for one year, I'd rather make sure my, you know, I'd rather give $4 million or $5 million to three guys, all of whom are competent. Like, what does Sheriff do above a average player? My guess would be maybe two plays a game. Maybe, maybe Brandon Sheriff gets two pluses a game where an average player gets a minus, I, I guess I, I just I question. I'd love to do a study with you sometime, really trying to go over what value that creates for the team. Yeah, I mean we have Sheriff, and and he, this is one of the best marks in the whole league. We have him worth about a third of a win, you know. Which, I mean that's that's a decent amount, you know. Like, but you know. But at the same time, like Kyle Long, who the, the Chiefs just signed, at his best, he was worth about 0.15, so about half of that. And it's like there are guards all over the place that can get you to that, to that part. And again, it's, you know, and there's a, an article on PFF.com where I wrote about this in pass pro. It's 100% what you think, which is your offensive line goes as your third, fourth, and fifth best guy go. And, and, that's, and that's really hard to, like, swear because, again, like you said, Right now, for 31 of 32 NFL teams, it's about raising some sort of trophy, some sort of banner that they, they can't raise the Bucks banner, right? Like the Bucks won the Super Bowl. Everybody else is trying to, and all these GMs are trying to say, look, we drafted Brandon Scherf in the top 10, and he became a franchise player for us. And that's like, that's what they go to the owner and say. But in reality, to your point, it's like, well, you're not buying players, you're buying wins. And if I have, you know, if Brandon Sheriff stones the guy in front of him every single play, or to your point, two more plays than the rest of the team, but Dwayne Haskins can't hit the broad side of the barn, like that's not really valuable, you know, or, or, or on the flip side, if I have wide receivers who can win in two and a half seconds or less, some of those plays are going to be the two plays that my replacement guard loses that Brandon Sheriff wins. And it doesn't matter. It, it goes sort of goes away in the wash. So, that, that it really is like, I think offensive line is super important, but the problem is, is it's really hard to, to put all your eggs in one basket because it, it's really about the unit as a whole. What do you think about the bucks finding ways to uh, get the band back together to defend their title here in 2021? Well, they're certainly following the, the lead of the chiefs last year who kept 20 
of 22 starters, um, kind of kicked the can. The, the thing interesting about the Bucks is that prior to last year with Brady, they almost never they never gave out signing bonuses, so they never had prorated money. So they had, came into this offseason with less cap hell than anybody else, really. Like, they had less space, but they didn't have as many future obligations as other teams. They've obviously they've thrown that caution to the wind a little bit to keep Barrett, um, to keep uh, 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 to keep you know some of these other players. They put the franchise tag on Chris Godwin. Pierre Paul is the one to think about. They also extended him, and so they're mm-hmm. kicking the can down the road a little bit. Now that franchise went 2002, won a Super Bowl, didn't win another playoff game till last year. So it, I'm not going to fault them for wanting to just press into this window for three, four years. But if they come out of it post Brady, it's not going to be pretty. But I, you know, what, you know, it, it, it's not that big. You know, the, they should just know that even though they're the second favorite to win the Super Bowl and favorite out of the NFC, as Kansas City showed, you can run it back, and it still doesn't it doesn't guarantee anything. Yep, that's Eric Eager, co-host of the PFF Forecast Podcast. Check his work, Pro Football Focus. Follow him on Twitter at Eric Eager. Joe Ostrowski, Ross Tucker, coming up next. We'll continue the NFL conversation, some other quarterback movement. And some guys still available. You're locked into the BetQL Audio Network.